Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Well, Gabriel came through and got us some useful intel. And it just might be the break we've been waiting for to get our son back. It's just too bad it came at the expense of my brother and Lord Hemingway. I'm so sorry about your brother, Jacob. He had his flaws, but I always liked him. It's so strange. I really haven't had time to process it, you know? That he's gone. When you're ready to talk about it, I mean really talk, you know I'm here for you. I know. And thank you. But this thing about getting my father's blood, it's going to be almost impossible to get nine vials of it. Only because your father is the most stubborn man that's ever lived. You would think he'd be more helpful about all this, because he acts like he wants the baby back as much as we do. Oh, your father is too proud to ask us for help. So, we just have to trick him. Who knows? He might even respect us more if we outsmart him and get his blood anyway. Yeah? But how? Well, just off the top of my head, I, I, I did befriend the king's physician, Dr. Slaughter, when you and Lord Capone were trading back and forth being regent. What do you mean, befriended? Look, at that time, I was just trying to get information. So I... Okay, I flirted with him to get information on the king. That's how I was able to learn about all his weaknesses. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. But when I got pregnant, I had to accelerate my plans, and I cut our friendship off. How does one cut off a friendship? Was this more than platonic? Jacob, does it really matter now? I think it does if he was in love with you or something. Uh, he may have been infatuated, and who could blame him? It's not my fault men just wrap themselves around my fingers. You know what that's like. Yeah, but I wasn't pursuing women to get information to undermine the king. Jesus, Monica, you're always cutting my legs out from under me. No, no, Jacob, you're looking at this all wrong. If he were to have feelings for me still, don't you think that would be to our advantage? Getting nine vials of your father's blood will be a cinch. I don't know about this, Monica. It's so much coming at me at once. It's worth a shot. 
Trust me. Trust you? <laughs> Man, am I supposed to be glad you were cheating on me with my father's physician? I wasn't. You make it sound so simple to just buy your story with you and Brittany being just friends. So why can't you simply believe me? I didn't mess around with her. But go ahead, Monica. Go ahead with your Dr. Slaughter. Thank goodness for that. My, your flirtations sure have come in handy, haven't they? New Kingdom Radio Theater. Hi, this is J.V. Torres, creator of The Rise of King of Silas. New Kingdom Radio Theater is working on several projects, most notably in the film industry. And we're grateful for your interest in the show and would be super ecstatic if you would help us help this show grow. Go to patreon.com slash kingofsilas and become a patron. Or you can send us some coin, whatever you'd like, to our PayPal or Cash app. It takes a lot to produce this show, but we do it through contributions from fans such as yourself. Click the links in the show notes and become a contributor, which you'll get all sorts of exclusive goodies for it. Thank you and enjoy the show. Silas made a secret plan involving his preferred knight Spartan Nabal. They would attempt to infiltrate the Angel Army base. Nabal would shapeshift and pose as an angel, while Silas would use his cloaking abilities to gain access to the base. It was a daring mission, and one that had to be done in secret, because it would have put the game in grave danger. Amazingly, both he and Nabal were able to get into the Angel on the base. However, Osiris overestimated his abilities, and his cloaking mechanism failed almost as soon as he made his way into the base. noticed Asilas and immediately attacked him. <coughs> Nabal came to defend his king, exposing himself to the full brunt of their force. <coughs> Nabal gave enough clearance for the king to escape, but perished as a result. Asilas managed to barely make it back to his base in the dead of night. He was exhausted, and it had been a long time since the king was extremely frightened. 
You've done some very stupid things over the years, but what you tried to pull last night was the dumbest idea ever. And it cost your strongest knight Spartan the ball his life. Very, very stupid. My cloaking was working fine until I entered their base. It was like someone had suddenly pulled down my pants and I was exposed right in front of the class. I really don't understand what happened. You fool. Your cloaking doesn't work with angels. If you had just asked me, I would have told you this stupid mission would have failed and the ball would still be alive. Don't you think I know that? Well, even though the ball was the best you had, you shouldn't feel all that bad. I'm sorry, what? Even the ball kept some secrets from the almighty King of Silas. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Oh, come on, Silas. You really believe all that stuff he told you about Abigail? You know he didn't tell you everything. Abigail? That was a long time ago. Maybe it was, but he kept that awful secret all this time, and he never uttered a word to you about it. About what? Spit it out already. Abigail confided in the ball that she had dreams of Princess Lemuria. No way. I don't believe you. She knew she would one day reunite with her mother, and she had strong suspicions her mother was not human. The ball said more than he should have to her, and it was the real reason they fought. No, that's not possible. Spartans are incapable of lying to their king. He didn't actually lie to you. He just didn't tell you because you never asked him directly about Abigail and the Drax. So, Nabal knew who Abigail really was. And he withheld that from me. Abigail told her suspicions to Nabal, and he promised to keep her secret until the grave. And today, he made good on that promise. So he did have feelings for Abigail. They really were a thing? <laughs> Love has a funny way of making people betray everything that's important. Oh god, I think I'm gonna hurl. Oh, I've never felt so dizzy in my life. Can I get you some water or something? Uh, uh, ha, ha. Ooh, I'm okay. Just give me a minute. Here, Eugene. Have a wet towel and place it on your head. Princess Monica? Oh, wow. I didn't know Okay, that Eugene. Know. I'll cut to the chase. We need your help. Are you aware that the king's grandson is still alive and near the base? I couldn't tell you about that, my prince, even if I knew. Eugene, the Drax have my baby son. They want something in exchange for him. The Drax always wants something. They want something you can help us get. What do I have that they want? They want nine vials of the king's blood. You can't be serious. Do you really think we would go through the trouble of bringing you here if we weren't serious? I suppose you have a valid point. You're the king's physician. You can request this and get the blood for us. And we can get our baby back. Yes, the king was uh, off base last night and suffered some contusions. He might even have a concussion. Have you examined the king yet? 
I'm scheduled to do a full physical this morning, after he wakes. So if you're examining him, then... I know what you're thinking, Princess. You think I could just order the king to give up nine vials of blood? That would be incredibly risky. Oh, thank you, Eugene. I knew we could count on you. Hey, wait. I didn't say I would do all that. Look, we literally have no other options and not a heck of a lot of time to debate it. What needs to happen is the king needs to be distracted while you get the vials. I will distract him, and you will need to make it happen as fast as you can while I do this. A distraction?
the skies above, angels did aerial maneuvers. The spectacle made the demon army uneasy, but the king ordered them to stand down. They initially refused the king's order, but Queen Anna stepped in and the demons settled their age. After the commotion, King Osiris returned to his private quarters when his physician, Dr. Slaughter, entered to run some tests. Dr. Slaughter told the king he may have been exposed to toxic substances or other dangerous gases when he previously went off base and wanted to take blood samples. The king laid down and relaxed without any suspicion of Dr. Slaughter's hidden agenda. The nine vials of blood made the king queasy. But before he could think about anything Dr. Slaughter was doing, he got a shocking visit from his estranged son, Jacob. The prince had asked Gabriel to transport him to his father's private quarters in order to distract him from Dr. Slaughter and to beg for his forgiveness. Neither Jacob nor the king knew how this sudden unexpected interaction would end. Both men, father and son, stared into each other's eyes and were silent for what seemed an eternity. tell you, this final chapter is wicked in its push to wreck me emotionally. Father, I would be lying if I said I didn't miss you. I've thought about everything in my life during this time in exile. I've realized I cannot leave this world without your forgiveness or love. You are all that I have left now that Isaac is gone. I hope, with all my humility, that you will hear me out. I'm listening. Sir, I can come back later. This appears to be a maudlin moment and one for you alone. Thank you, Dr. Slaughter. But are you finished? I will be in in just a minute, Your Majesty. Just give me a few more seconds. Do what you gotta do, Doctor. Don't mind this conversation. Look, Jacob, I don't expect you to understand. Let me stop you right there, Father. You don't have to explain your reasons. I accept things and don't blame you. I just would really like a second chance. I want to prove to you I am a worthy son. It's my final wish on this earth, and only you can grant me this. Please, Father. Suppose I let you back in. What do you expect of me? Just a chance to get ready and fight alongside you in this war. And if I die in battle... At least you would know that your son followed his father onto the battlefield and died a valiant warrior. Worthy to be called a true son of his majesty, King Asilus Roman of America, and to prove to the world once and for all that Jacob, the crown prince, was a true warrior like his father. Truly remarkable, Jacob. That's quite a vivid illustration. It's the truth. 
Look at my heart and you will see it. I am being sincere. Indeed, I have no doubts about this. Come here. Welcome home, my son. Thank you, Father. All done, Your Majesty. I'll be back in a bit to check on those contusions. I gotta say, Princess, Jacob really sold the story about wanting another chance. He's uh, quite an actor. Well, he's an only son now. And if the king kills his only son, then there's really no reason to live. Betting on the softer side of the king is a gutsy move. Somehow I think the idea wasn't his own. The vials? Ah, uh, yes. I've put them in this container. It'll keep the blood viable for up to three days. You have to do whatever it is you're going to do with it in that time. Otherwise, the blood will spoil. I understand. Son, this calls for a celebration. Servants, quick! Bring the best uniform and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and new boots on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is now found. Tonight, we celebrate. Now, son, I have to confess, this thing I did last night was probably a bad idea on my part. And barely getting out of the angel base alive brought me to a sobering realization. What's that? Well, uh, the hell with it. That was stupid of me to bring it up. Let's not discuss that right now. Let's get you ready for the celebration. <laughs> Welcome home, son. listening to The Rise of King Asylus Episode 81, Switch, starring J.V. Torres as King Asylus and Beals, Dominic Notaro as Prince Jacob, L.A. Bonet as Princess Monica, Daniel French as Dr. Slaughter, and narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song Turn the Dark On by From Apes to Angels, 
Download the music of From Apes to Angels on Bandcamp.com and Spotify today. For more information about the cast, the music, or this production, please visit us at www.theriseofkingasylas.com for a full list on our Season 6 episode page. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2023. And stay tuned for Episode 82.